bukan kipas Hello everybody, Jim Malone here coming to you live on Jealous Trading Floor. Well, the Fed raised the rates uh, three quarters of a percent and it has tanked the market and we have moved uh, from a uh, confirmed uptrend to an uptrend under pressure. So here's what I'm doing and uh, this is a can slim way of doing it. You need to uh, reduce your exposure. I've been reducing my today uh, basically to no more than 50% uh, mostly you want to be in cash right now and currently uh, I do believe that uh, the tech sector is going to be hit hard uh, but uh, there are going to be some hope probably in the oil sector because the price of oil is related very very closely to the price of uh, the the uh, the dollar rate so as the dollar strengthens uh, which it will because of the increase in the uh, the interest rates, the, the price of oil will also strengthen because it is essentially a cash equivalent. And uh, so, uh, so if you do, uh, I've been uh, reducing, uh, I'm pretty much all in oil stocks, even though they did pull back a little bit today. They're the ones that are going to probably uh, be the best uh, going forward. Uh, BP currently has a price to earnings ratio of about four. So that's something, oops, that you might want to consider uh, getting in on. That. I'm also, I have a fairly large position in Exxon as well. So that's another one that uh, should do fairly well in this environment. So uh, basically, uh, also, uh, I you need to start to reduce your market position if you haven't already. Um, and, uh, you know, frustrating market again, but uh, we're definitely moved, moving to a uptrend under pressure. And of course, if you're using the ETF strategy, uh, that is uh, basically uh, you want to be moving out of uh, any of the index funds uh, into about 50%. So if you do have the spider uh, and you're using that as your index fund, you want to probably be selling half of that uh, going to half cash and half index fund. Now we could, if we take another leg down, then you want to probably just go to all cash. Uh, and that is sort of what it's looking like uh, today in terms of the market. So, uh, not the funnest thing uh, in the world, but, you know, we kind of expected it a little bit because we did get some weakness yesterday. Um, if you want to get my ready list, and of course, what the ready list is all about is these are stocks that are setting up and that if we do go back to a confirmed uptrend, uh, then this is where, you know, you want to be looking for potential buys. And the super easy to do. I put that up on the screen. HTTPS colon slash slash sendfox.com slash lp1r7xyz. Now, kind of a weird thing, but this is a, a link shortener. So it, what it does is it lets you see the, the, uh, the link to, to, my, to my list. So very easy. I'm going to put that up here, uh, uh, here uh, uh, as well. That's the subscribe to our list. Uh, there it is. Oh, I got the wrong one. There we go. So the ready list, that's the one. Uh, it's another address, but uh, it goes through a little bit different, a uh, little weird everything, but they're both valid. So I'll keep that up on the screen today as we go through everything uh, so that you can definitely get a look at it. I reduced my position. I sold the UPRO. Of course, that is the uh, index fund that's a 2X of the spider, and I'm out of that. I did make a little bit of profit, not a lot, but, uh, you know, when the market changed, we had to vamoose from there. 
Um, I am in currently, I'm in Exxon, of course. I'm down a little bit on that today, about 2%, but uh, we've been riding that up since about 90. Uh, we were in there at about 95. So that's looking fairly good. Volume was down on that. I do think that we're going to see a recovery in the major uh, oil companies in the very, uh, probably tomorrow or towards the end of the week. AMSL Holdings, I did sell, uh, I did sell uh, most of my holdings in that. This is the company that makes the lithography equipment that's used in the very highest tech uh, chips. It's the only company in the world that does the deep UV. And of course it's uh, got export controls on it, but I did sell it today. It's a Dutch company. We are slumping a little bit on that one as well. We're down. So uh, following the 7% rule, we never want to take any more than ever a 7% loss. And that's my rule. Uh, we are out of that, at least for current, at least for not, at least for now. Uh, XLE, this is primarily Exxon and Chevron. This was down as well, um, but uh, about 2%. And of course, BP, this is a, this is one that's down a lot, less is down about 1%. This is one I consider, I, I would consider uh, adding to here. I, I did make a little bit of an add to it today. BP, it's got a price earnings ratio. And I know normally with growth stocks, we don't, we don't uh, like to trade this way, but with uh, value stocks, with oil stocks, you want to use the price to earnings ratio. It's got a price to earnings ratio of about four. So currently, if you were to buy a share at $30, it's going to return about $7 every year. So very strong there. And I do believe we're going to see a rise in the price of oil. We also have a diesel shortage out there as well. So not exactly the most exciting things to talk about today, but uh, let's get into it. Um, I want to uh, show you the pro show you the uh, um, uh, the price chart for crude oil, uh, and that has been you're going to start to see that firm up today a little bit uh, as it was uh, previously you know it, it's it's previously been down, but it's starting to make its move up. This is what I'm talking about uh, with regards to the strengthening in the dollar value. When dollars go up, you're going to see you're going to see uh, uh, you're going to see oil prices go up too. Part of the reason, of course, is because uh, outside of the United States, we can print the, the dollars, but outside of the United States, they have to sell something in order to get those dollars. And of course, dollars are the currency for oil. So when people sell oil, they're going to get dollars. This is a way you can print dollars by selling oil. So we're going to see some strength. Probably we're going to see the uh, the uh, the price go up a little bit. Uh, West Texas Intermediate, eighty-eight thirty-seven currently, and uh, as you can see, it's it's been coming down, and now it's starting to bounce and starting to move up. Back in June, we were all the way up at uh, one twenty-three for uh, West Texas Intermediate. Uh, it looks like we're going to bounce and we're going to start moving higher now. So that is looking what it's looking like, and that of course will unfortunately exacerbate inflation so there you go all right so let's get to some of the questions thank you so much by the way uh if you are looking on youtube i'm on youtube of course linkedin and uh, uh instagram uh, and uh and twitter <laughs> uh as well as as well as tiktok you can just uh jump on over to the comment section i have put the link to the uh, ready list in there so if you're interested in that. all right charles is looking at the qqq uh, let's take a look at the Qs. Of course, this is the um, the QQQ is the Nasdaq 100. So this is a very tech weighted index. This is a this is a ETF uh, exchange traded fund, and it follows the um, the uh, the the uh, uh, 
NASDAQ, uh, 100 largest stocks. And this is where, of course, Microsoft is and Apple and all these other stocks that are tech-related. They've been doing very, very poorly, as you can see. We did move down after hours. We're down 3% on the Qs and another about 0.15% uh, on the others. So we are moving down. We're, we're moving lower. Now, there is a low point here in the Qs, 254, which I think is where it's headed. Uh, and we probably will get another leg down here on the Qs. So that's kind of what it's kind of what it's looking like. Um, let's take a look at Sit with Sandy for saying, "Thanks, Sandy, appreciate it." Um, can we start shorting Tesla? You know, Tesla. I'd like to short Tesla very, very much. Uh, I think we, I think um, we're getting to the point where we can short it. I think though a better bet on that action is going to be to short something that is a little bit little bit more interest rate sensitive. Now, the, the, here's my thing about Tesla. Most of the, it, they're, they're still selling most of the Teslas. What I'm looking to short is Costco, uh, because I think that it will be probably a very good short uh, as well. And I did short this earlier when we had a retreat like this. I'm probably gonna be shorting this one tomorrow. Let's pull over to the Costco uh, chart here. And for everybody on TikTok, I'm gonna, Jump over to there. There we go. Okay, so here we go with with uh, this is the uh, uh, th this is the this is the Costco chart. Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit there. There we go. Here's the Costco chart. Um, here's why I like this one as a short. We've come up. We we hit the 200-day moving average. We we've, we've pulled back. We've now tested the 50-day moving average, and we're and we're down below the the the, the the um, uh, 21 day exponential moving average. So I do believe if we get a dead cat bounce tomorrow on Costco, it will be a very good short. Currently, uh, it is it's up a little bit. This is probably a good place to, to short it 484.39. I do think they're going to have a poor uh, fourth quarter. That's what it's looking like. And uh, this is, I believe, an overpriced stock. It's a very good company, of course, but the best shorts typically are in companies that have been high flyers very, very recently. Uh, just, just back in August, um, uh, Costco was selling for uh, 5.64. Uh, so uh, I did short it um, uh, a little bit early. I shorted it in September, then I closed my short. Didn't make a little bit of money, but I think that this one is gonna be a better short uh, coming forward. So I am looking possibly to short Costco. Haven't done it yet. Uh, but uh, but I'm looking to short Costco. All right, let's take a look at uh, to see if we can short uh, Tesla, and that's the one I want to look at carefully here. Uh, TSLA, of course, is the symbol for Tesla. And let's look at Tesla. Um, there are some issues that I have in shorting Tesla, and one of them is it's uh, it's a it's a bit of a um, it's a, it's, first of all, it's relatively hard to borrow this stock. Of course, as you know, when you short a stock, you borrow from your broker, you sell the stock, and then you wait for uh, it to move lower, hopefully, and then you cover your, you buy it back and you cover it lower. And of course, hopefully that difference is a profit. But uh, here's the deal with, um, with, with Tesla. It's moved up very nicely to the 21-day line. If you were to short, and this would be the place, I, I, I do kind of agree with you, Sandy. Uh, this may be, you know, potentially a place to short because the short would be, uh, I always like a short when it when it moves to the 21-day moving average, and that's right 
this little green line here, and it's definitely moved up to there. It's pulled back, got a relative strength of 18, which makes uh, Tesla basically in the uh, bottom 82% uh, currently of stock. So its performance is not very good relative to the other stocks in the market. So uh, we possibly could. This is, I, I kind of would like to, uh, you know, the, the, the one thing about um, Tesla is that there's support at 200. Uh, there's support at 200, and currently it's at 215. So I, if I did short it, I probably would not, I would probably cover it about 200 or about uh, 195. So I definitely think there's some support there. Uh, you possibly could. I don't know if I will be shorting it. I'm more looking at the retailers. That's sort of where I'm seeing the most. Um, that's where I'm seeing the most weakness in the market is in the retailers. And some of them are overvalued, Costco being chief amongst those. So, uh, so kind of interesting. All right. Char, oh, thoughts uh, from Drunk Squidward. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, looks like my camera's on. Okay, let's see if I can get it back. Sometimes, you know, it's funny, I have uh, this issue with sometimes my camera. There we go. So we get the camera back. There we go. Okay, we're back. Um, thoughts on Boeing. Let's take a look at Boeing. And, um, you know, Boeing used to be, and I think it still is, the biggest exporter from the United States. Uh, and uh, But, you know, again, uh, it has not been faring well. The, the Dow has been, of the three major indexes, the S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ, the Dow has been, been faring the best, but, of course, there's only 30 stocks in the Dow, and, uh, uh, you know, Boeing's one of the biggest manufacturers. It did it did actually tick up today with a, with a uh, but after hours, it's down. So this also, I think it's probably going to go lower, probably down here to about the 120 level. So this is also potentially... Um, you know, potentially is short. Now, I, I probably, you know, uh, when I opened it, I the last short I did on Boeing, this is back here in April, I, I, I shorted it there and I wrote it down basically to the bottom of the consolidation at about uh, 117. So I, I, you know, I was in it from about 155 down to 117. This time, uh, I don't know if it'll be as steep a drop, um, but this one potentially also could be on your list to short because I don't think this one, I, I, uh, let's just take a look to see if they're going through earnings. Let's just take a look here. Okay. They were up on their last earnings, 4% sales, but they were, they were down overall. This is a money, believe it or not, uh, they are money losing right now. So this one also might be a candidate for a short. All right, let's uh, look for Charles on the S&P. Let's kind of compare the S&P with uh, the other major indexes. And uh, let's put that up there. It's zero uh, S&P. There we go. There we go. Okay, so this is the S&P here. And let's, I want, what I'm doing here now, and you won't be able to see it right away. You'll be able to see it at TikTok right away, but not on um not on the other side, but I'm going, to, I'm going to move it over to there. So let's look at the uh, S&P from uh, basically July. And then uh, let's also put in uh, to the mix, uh, let's, let's put in um, the QQQ and the um, – the the DIA that's the diamond that's also the uh, the uh, 
uh, Dow Jones uh, ETF, the index ETF. So if we're looking at all three of those, let's go back to, I'm pulling up the comparison chart right now. There we go. Okay, so this compares the three major indexes uh, the um, using their ETFs, using their index ETFs. The Qs, of course, are the least least well performing since July. We're basically down about six percent on the Qs. Uh, on the S and P 500, we're about even, a little bit less than even, about uh, maybe 98 in terms of that. So down about two percent. And the only major index that has been up in the last uh, since uh, July is the the Dow. It's up just slightly at about four percent. So that kind of gives you a look-see uh, at the S&P versus everything else. So currently, the top performing index out there is the Dow Jones. Uh, and of course, there's only 30 stocks in the Dow. So, um, But I suspect with this interest rate uh, hike, we're going to see uh, the performance on that uh, decline as well. One of the other stocks I want to take a look at here, let's just see if I can uh, put that in there, would be to see the performance of the Spider Select Energy XLE, and uh, yeah, and of course the XLE. If you look at the, the same thing during the period of time, now we did pull back today. That uh, since July, that's that's appreciated twenty five percent. So really, you can see all the action in the market really has not been in the general stocks. It's been in the oil sector, basically the oil sector alone, and that's primarily because of inflation. So. Uh, as the dollar strengthens, so too will the uh, will the um, um, the oil sector. Just because, of course, that's that's what people use to buy. Uh, uh, you know, that's what dollars are. You know, the, the way people get dollars outside of the United States, if they don't print them like we do, is that they sell oil into the market, and that gives them the access to uh, um, that gives them the access to to uh, dollars. All right. Sandeep again, thank you very much. It's great. Oh, uh, it's a great insight about Costco. It looks uh, like a better short than Tesla. I think it is. Part of the reason I think that uh, the, the short on Costco looks so good is, um, is because it's been such a high flyer. And I do believe that with this inflation, we are going to see a big uh, pullback in terms of spending. And, of course, you know, the thing about Costco is that it has relatively thin margins, and uh, you know, and and they're going to have supply chain issues related to oil and gas. So remember, everything comes to Costco on a diesel truck, and diesel fuel is right now in shortage, uh, and so everything across the board at Costco is going to cost more, and and that's I believe going to reduce the sales. So that's just my opinion on it, but. I think I don't. I think that uh, we could probably get a very nice uh, move down on Costco. It's easy to borrow too. It's not like Tesla. Tesla's a tough stock to borrow uh, just because people won't lend it. Um, but uh, if you'll notice, we did have a 15% increase in sales here. This is the last quarter, but only a 8% uh, increase in profits. I think that this next go-round and uh, their next um, their next earnings for Costco is going to be on the eighth uh, of December. Now, here's the thing: if I did short this one, I probably would not be holding it 
past the 7th of, of, uh, of December, because I do think that if they do have a surprise here, this will, this will wipe out a short. So you want to be careful, but I think you could definitely short this one as it's come up very nicely to the 50-day line and then down to the 21-day the line. 21-day line is a very good place potentially to short something, especially a, a former high flyer. So thank you for that comment. Really appreciate it. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, okay, hot girls for you. Excellent. Okay, we need, yeah, uh, more hot girls. Somebody just got, oh, wait a minute. I'm trying to get to that. <laughs> All right. Let's look at, for Charles, let's look at VIST. Uh, take a look there and see if we can get something working there. VIST. And wow, look at that. That's Vista Energy, of course. And it is an exploration company in Argentina. Interesting. You know, this one's definitely going to work very well because it's got the, it, because in Argentina, of course, the dollar is very strong against the Argentine peso. So any oil that they're selling is going to do very, very well. So the, the cost of production in Argentina is going to be one of the lowest in the world. Currently, $13.99 a share. I like this one. Definitely like this one. So if you want to go long, this is kind of a definite thing to look for. Look at that cash flow, $2.75 per share. This is a price to earnings ratio, unbelievable of a one. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, this is gonna have very, very large dividends like some of the other stocks. Very interesting here. I definitely would like to put this one on my, my, um, my list. This is my personal watch list. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on my personal watch list because I really like that one. And it uh, looks very, very good uh, as one potentially to go long. Now, obviously, this is a long and not a short here. So I uh, just wanted to, to be uh, to, to, uh, to, to indicate the, this one. This is, this is an uh, Argentinian company. Very interesting. And thank you for bringing us up, Charles. We really like this one. This is definitely a good one. I put this on my personal list as this one may just be what the doctor ordered. So very interesting as well all right go video love go video wfc let's take a look at wfc real quick wfc and yeah, that's wells um my uh, general feeling about some of the banks especially the money center banks is to watch out there they have a lot of problems with their reserve requirements right now it is moving up uh typically higher interest rates are better for banks but i'm just a little bit concerned here with a lot of things that are going on. It's just a 13 and just 11 uh, price to earnings ratio. So it's definitely getting in line with, uh, with some of the other ones. But would I be a buyer of Wells Fargo here? I'd be a little bit careful with Wells Fargo just because of this market. I think we could, we could be heading lower uh, with, with Wells Fargo. So probably not one that, uh, that I would be, that I would be looking at uh, right now. So let's go to, um, somebody from TikTok here. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Carnival would be a better shirt. Well, the problem with Carnival is a short. I, I, Carnival, the part of the reason that you don't want to short Carnival is because it's already so cheap. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it's interesting. You know, you would think you would want it. You would want to, um, you, you would want to short the most broken down. Uh, you, you would you want to short the most broken down. But I disagree with that. So let's take a look at CCL. This is a Carnival Cruise Lines here. Let's let's take a look at this one as a um, 
and, and why I probably would not be shorting this one up. Come on, there we go. All right, this is currently at $8. There's just not a lot of place to go here. The maximum that you could make would be for this to go to zero. So you can make $8 on this one. Not a lot of money that you could make on this one. It's, I'm, not, I'm not saying it won't probably go lower. It's definitely trended up and it's pulling lower. But this, you know, the problem with shorting a stock like, like that's already at $8, there's just not a lot of, a lot of meat left on the bone. And uh, with, with Costco, there's a lot of meat left on the bone. It's a $500 stock. It could easily go down $100 a share. And, it, 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 you know, it, it went down $15, I think, uh, last week. So it definitely could move down a lot more. So uh, that's what you're looking at, really. You're looking at, um, you know, the potential of dollars. When you're shorting, you're looking at the dollars that it can lose. And, and uh, with, uh, we go over here to Costco, CMST, uh, it's a it's essentially pretty expensive stock, and uh, now let's go over here to the daily. Uh, as you can see, currently it closed at uh, eight uh, at four um, at four thirty eight, and then uh, it was up a little bit in the after hour trading. But this one easily, easily, easily could go down to four fifty, and of course that gives us thirty dollars that we can make right there by shorting. And since we're borrowing shares, you know this is this is a you know. As long as you have the, the uh, as long as you have the um, um, the margin, you can easily do this. So uh, this is why I like this one better than Costco, uh, than than, um, than Carnival Cruise Lines. Um, uh, but I definitely think Carnival Cruise Lines is probably going lower. But it's already at eight dollars, so not something uh, not something great here. All right, uh, what do you think uh, the bottom of Spy? When when do you think? <laughs> Well, when do you think the sum said it would be 320? This is what I've been taught. This is what I've, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know that uh, I've I've been I, I've been looking at the bottom of the spider at being about 320, and I thought I had egg on my face uh, before, but it seems as if that unfortunately may be the case. It's starting to move lower. I definitely think we could see there there is a major uh, resistance at 350, but I think this could easily move to 320. And uh, I think that might happen by the February time frame. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Uh, you know, that, that's that's kind of that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm looking at there. So, uh, but uh, but great stuff. Um, now, by the way, the ready list is for. It, 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 I wouldn't buy anything off the ready list until we get a confirmed uptrend. We're not in that yet, unfortunately. We're still in that downtrend. So I'd be a little bit careful. Uh, with that there. So it's kind of just unfortunately for Grins right now because we did change from an uptrend, uh, confirmed uptrend to an uptrend under pressure. And of course, when that happens, you want to be at least 50% in cash. Uh, you, you just you just want to be at least 50% in cash. All right, everybody. Thank you very, very much. Uh, if you want to, uh, uh, please like the show. Definitely helps us out. Um, because, you know, it gets us out there to a lot more people. Oh, Charles has one last one. N-B-I-X. Oops. N-B-I-X. Is that right? Oh, N-B-I-X. See if I have that right.
MPIOs. It would help if I it would help if I didn't put that extra. There we go. Nocturne Biosciences. Very nice pattern. Very nice chart here. Uh, it's definitely pulled above the uh, 113.63 buy point, and uh, it's it's pretty strong. I unfortunately I just don't know enough about this. They just came through earnings. It looks like earnings were excellent, and that's definitely a reaction to earnings. Let me go over to the fundamentals on this uh, on this chart and see if we can find anything that we can um, you know that we can look at here. And it does look like there is something we can. Okay, so very, very nice earnings. Just came through earnings. Uh, sales were up 31%, but profits, and this is the key, 69%. Um, still pretty high uh, price to earnings ratio, and obviously this is a bio, so it's going to be high, higher. 53 on that. Uh, they're producing uh, about $2.25 a share, so looking pretty good. Lots of uh, Lots and lots of funds in this one. 1,171 funds in this one. So this one does look good. I just think that you're better off, though, especially in the bios. There's so many of these. This is the most common area uh, outside of, I guess, enterprise software. You're probably better off buying the BIB. I want to look at the uh, – I want to look at that just real quick. This is the ETF that covers the um, – bio area okay it's moving up a little bit as well so okay i have to say that uh, probably um yeah i mean this one looks good but i probably would not be a buyer of uh um of uh of, of this of this one let's look at oh i was the nasdaq so let's get this get the right one up there this is the this is the B, this is the BIB, uh, which is the uh, ETF that covers the uh, which covers that. So uh, so there we go. Okay, good. Well, let's uh, get out of that and uh, go back. Okay, so if you're not already a member of the uh, Action Trailers, of course, please do that. Also, the uh, ready list I have that on the screen and. Uh, if you could go ahead and like and subscribe, especially if you're on YouTube, really appreciate that. If you would do that, uh, helps me out uh, so much uh, on that. So hit that like button. Also, uh, of course, uh, if you're not already a member of the Action Trailer, it's very easy to do. Just go www.dallastradingfloor. I'll be back uh, tomorrow at 5. Everybody, um, happy trading, and I hope everyone's going to – what you want to do in this kind of situation, you want to be at least 50% in cash right now. The market condition has changed, moving from a confirmed uptrend to an uptrend under pressure. So we don't want to be exposed to the market any more than about 50% right now. And um, we will be back uh, here tomorrow.